When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Bag of bad champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, show Boys had it really gritty. They tried to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gonna happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your I know we under they skin, them boys built frail Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend Right behind them Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins Jesse Bates in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was cause that's the losing weight it's been hard to- Hey, what's up man? It's Pork Chop, Bengals and Brews My co-host Greg there next to me uh, Derek might be jumping in from the truck. Who knows what he looks like anymore? And uh, oh yeah, Greg's drinking that delicious Fifty West beer. Who is now our uh, new sponsor? That's going to be giving us all kinds of beer to help us at the tailgates. And we got a bunch of it ready for there, don't we, Greg? Are you drinking it all? No, I'm not drinking. I actually bought my own this time and all that. Want to say to show my appreciation? Holy shit, man! You got four cases of beer at your house and you bought your own. Well, yeah, man, you got to save it for the people. We got to save it for you. What brand? We got to save it for you out there that's watching. We got to save it for you out there, right? Okay. What uh, What kind did you get for your own? I just got I, I got the regular American Lager Fifty West. Awesome. It's, it's I've been drinking it even before we were sponsored for the show, and I'm telling you all down there when you go to Fifty West, the Burger Bar there. There's so many good choices. My personal favorite is the West Virginia. There's West Virginia, Utah, Ohio, Illinois, Kansas. Uh, I, I'd have to look it up. California, I have to look it up. It goes on and on. Or Colorado. I mean, it's just the burger bar is incredible, but the fries and the fry sauces, I've told you, pork chop. Don't you really buy that fry sauce in the five gallon buckets, take it home, put it in your bathtub, and bathe in it? If I could, I will. <laughs> but unfortunately, I can't afford to, to, to call the plumber again. Oh, yeah, that's true. I remember that story. You were telling me. I remember. I wasn't four loco drunk when you told me that story, Greg. Yeah, exactly, exactly, Chop. But, yeah, no, like I say, man, if you ever get a chance to try 50 West, go there. It's awesome. It's And uh, look who we have in popping in today, our old buddy Derek. How you doing, buddy? Derek. 
He's doing well. He's doing well. He's so excited that he right. he's so talk. he's speechless. And now he's, he's out. Speechless. Yeah, he's speechless. Now he's out. That's exactly right. That reminds me, man. Guess what? They fucking got to play us, right? They got to play us. Man. They got they to well, play let's us. See, let's see who we got in here. Uh, Travis Page, Jolly Mole. Let me right. scroll up here. Let me see here. Send me some Holly. already. Stranger, Sup, Jolly, Matt, Tyler, Dustin, Travis, Who Day, Jolly again. What's he say here? Send. Oh, sorry. Right. We can't, we can't do that, buddy. Fine beer, Greg. We can't do that, buddy. Sorry, Jolly. Uh, right. Dustin, hopefully we win Sunday or you will have a lot of beer to drink in two weeks as nobody will be at the game. I don't buy into that. Dustin. Everybody will still go to the game. Still Everybody will still go to the game. Trust me, Dustin. Our, our main, one of our main supporters, Tyler. Uh, hey, you drink the state I live in? You drinking me, Greg? I, yeah. Me so, Tyler. Drink him. So. Give him a drink. Uh, Ross, nice. I'm from West Virginia. Man, all these Virginia people. West freaking Virginia. That guy, you know what? He looks just like the Joker from the original Batman movie. He does. Man, West that's Virginia. Mountain here. BG. Chris, Chris. All the way from NJ. Our bro from New Jersey. Hey. Yeah. So, Derek, I know you were speechless last time. How you doing today, buddy? Hey, what's going on, fellas? I, don't know. I, went, I popped on, and for some reason, it was showing I was the only one on there. I'm like, uh, this ain't right. Yep. It was, si it was silent, Derek. Hey, Derek, you drinking any 50 West while you're driving? <laughs> I plead the fifth. He's Dr. a bourbon Kennedy. guy. You know he's got a bottle of Blanton's in between his legs. No, that's true. No, Derek. No, Derek. I, no, I, I, so you have had Doom Pedal. Doom Pedal's another good flavor and all that. What do you, what's your take on the Doom Pedal? Oh, yeah. Doom Pedal. I, I got to tell you, I have not I have not yet had a 50 West beer that I did not like. Right. No, I, Even I the IPA. I, I'm not an IPA myself, but the, the lemonade they have or like any of like, you know, like, the sweet drinks they have, you gotta try those. Those are good too. Is Ryan, it alcohol? Oh, it's lemonade? alcohol. It's alcohol. I gotta try that. Well, oh, dude, it's like five percent alcohol, man. Well, do they it, give you? Well, next time you get cases of it, get some of that stuff too. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll try into that. It's like, have you ever had Mike's Heart? It's literally like drinking Mike's Heart lemonade, except oh. better. Yes, well, except way better. Yeah, it, it's the type of stuff that I like to drink. We don't I'm drink that ghetto ass, nasty fucking Mike's Hard Lemonade around here, Greg. We fucking. No, I know it's better. Mike, that's it's the better version of Mike's. We're Hard fucking Lemonade. bougie as shit, man. We yes. love Fifty West. Yes, but it's the type of beer. It's the type of stuff that tastes so good that it will get you in trouble. Mm. But exactly, okay, moonshine. I've been exactly. there. Exactly. You so anyway, for uh, so loco fruit punch. What's up? <laughs> Like four loco fruit punch tastes so good. You never. Next thing you know, you look at the clock. It's four in the morning. You wonder how in the fuck you got in your basement. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, three people's a perfect number to have on here. Look now, you now you can see our fifty West logos real good. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, so Derek Dustin uh, Croft here in the comments uh, is asking you: Have you had time to watch tape for Monday? Did you do your homework? Uh, no, I did not do my homework. I got to tell you, I have been. It's been a pretty busy week for me. And then tonight, tonight I have to uh, take the kids to soccer, so I doubt I'll get any film watching in. I might just burn the tape and say the hell with this this past week. Light that bitch on fire, man. Yeah, they got to play. They got to play us. Remember that. They, they, they got to play us. So, well, I think the title of the show today was to talk about Zach Taylor. I think the whole title of the show is about him. You know, so let's I start. Think, oh, go ahead. I was going to say I think our motto needs: we need to play like us. 
this year. Yes. Yeah, we need to play like we used to. Yeah. Uh, Ross is saying uh, lots of moonshine and homegrown weed here in West Freaking Virginia. Yeah. That sounds just like Derek's house. Tyler says, I don't think he's good, Matt. Everybody's good, good, but I appreciate appreciate you thinking about us. Tyler says, I don't drink alcohol, but I'll toast y'all with Mountain Dew, too. I love Mountain Dew myself, Tyler. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Tyler, don't mess around with that hard Mountain Dew. I did. It tastes yeah. like Mountain Dew, and it's got alcohol in it. Uh, oh, Hootay88, or our bro Hootay88 said, there's nothing good from it. I rewatched. Yeah, I think we can all agree with you on that one, bro. <laughs> yeah, because Jerome's yeah. doing stuff now, man. He's working with that uh, – he's got some network he's working with. He's doing sports for him. I, I believe in the chat, whatever it is, Jerome. I can't remember uh, what well, Jerome, network well, Jerome, Jerome's always been a lifelong supporter of us, man, and we always thank you, buddy. He's got a sweet-ass goatee, too. Exactly, so, exactly. So are we gonna are we gonna recap a little bit more or are we just gonna stay on to Arizona? Well I didn't get a I I was you know, I had to take a kid to the to the emergency room, so I didn't get to I didn't get to re do any recap of what happened. I mean I I'm cool if we recap it. I think yeah, we should probably I think the Tyler shows talk about Zach Taylor a little bit too on what people's take on Zach Taylor is, how he's handling Joe Burrow, the play call, but we can recap a little bit of the game right now. This is what I'm saying, man. I have been in a goddamn funk all week, and I know it's got to be related to that shit because I'm thinking about it. What the fuck? How do I let a fucking game control my life and my emotions so much that here it is? Fuck day is it? Wednesday? Is it Wednesday? Yes. It's Wednesday. The game was on Sunday, so it's like three days later, man, and I am still in a super funk. I can't get out of it wondering what the fuck is going on with this team. I mean that game, Greg. We were there. We let. I've never left the game early, especially I go all the way out there to that theater, man. And oh yeah, the quarter it was just I was done. You know they didn't cut Burrow. We cut ourselves. No, we, we did. We did. And you know, Dustin here. Out of the game. Dustin here says, Greg, we watched Natty Pryor. He says he agrees with Santori that it's insane that Burrow has played up to this point. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit, Dustin. But that's a good point you're making. But what was yeah. the point that Santori made? So Santori. The thing, I, the thing he was pretty much saying yesterday in rally was, he's not going to get mad at Zach, but if Burrow gets a injury that's going to hurt his career, then he will blame Zach, and that remains to be seen. I mean, we'll, we'll get into that discussion a little bit. Let's let's keep recapping the game here. I don't, uh, uh, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that, but we'll get into it into that here in a minute. But, yeah, uh, but as there, far as the game goes, man, come yeah. on, man, that fucking the tackling. I, I hope Lou Anarumo's got those motherfuckers out there tackling their asses off until they can't fucking stay awake because they could not tackle on Sunday. It was horrible watching them try to tackle. Lou said it was the worst game in his three years. I think that, um, like, the NFL officially counted, like, eight missed tackles, but Lou said that's wrong. There's 12. Jay Morrison's mm-hmm. article on, uh, what, PFN said – Lou Anarumo said 12 missed tackles. That's embarrassing. I mean, we were known Taylor as- Britt had a shit game. Yes. He got fucking burnt for 38 and 44 yards in two different times. They said that mm-hmm. he was beating himself up over it. You know, he's a second year. He's a, he's a sophomore. And so he's still going to have those struggles. But, I mean, he had a horrible game. He got fucking torched. Uh, Tajay Spears fumbles the goddamn ball, picks it up, and runs for 26 yards. That, that was so embarrassing. Yeah. It, the whole, yep. I mean, the whole game, it was just, it was, 
you know what? We were good for four fucking plays. And then after that, it went to shit. I don't know what happened. It's not that team. You know, I'm still like, it's still fucking Joe Burrow. It's still Jamar Chase. It's still T. Higgins. It's still Orlando Brown, Ted Karras, Alex Kappa, Jonah Williams, Cordell Vols. It's still this team that can win. What the fuck is wrong with us, man? It's like someone hit us in the back of the head with a ball bat, and we got a brain bleed going on, and we can't figure out who in the fuck we are. We're the fucking Bengals, man. No. We're the fucking we're the we're the motherfuckers that were there at the AFC North champ or the AFC championship two years in a row. And the year before that we went to the Super Bowl and got screwed by the refs in the last two minutes. That's who we are. The team hasn't changed. It's only gotten better, the offensive line. And and here in the fuck we are, man. Oh uh one and three. It's ridiculous. What the fuck where are we living at? What what planet is this? Simple way of putting this chop. You I heard uh what's I his agree. name? Simmons got interviewed, and they asked, what, what did you guys do to win the game? He says, simple. We just blitzed straight up the middle because they know Burrow's not going to be running. They know with Burrow's injury, we have a limited playbook right now. It, and, and my understanding today, Burrow has made improvements today. Uh, I don't know what type – I don't know what if that's – we don't – I don't know how true that's going to be coming game time Sunday because, this, you know, Santori said in rally, Burrow looks so good warming up on the sidelines. He looked 100%. And when the game comes, it's a whole different story. Bottom line is all teams know they have to do right now is just blitz straight up the middle, and they know they're going to get to Burrow because they know he can't run. They know he can't do stuff he can't do because of his injury right now. Well, then they should scheme for that. It's yes. I don't blame Burrow. Uh, Tyler here says uh, that you've seen his thoughts on X. I've been sleeping all day, Tyler, so I really, literally just woke up like 20 minutes ago, put on this Goodberry hat, you know, because I wanted to get bangles in the brain, which is awesome hat. Look at that fucker. And then look underneath the bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Dustin. Oh, but so anyway, Dustin. what what are his thoughts he's talking about, Greg? Um, I'd have to go back and check. Sorry, Tyler. I have so no. much. I, I, I know I comment a lot. how much you. Greg thinks about you, Tyler? He didn't even remember. No, Tyler, I, I believe <laughs> I know what you posted. It was a long post. But um, I want to get to Dustin here. Here's the truth, boys. We have a below average offensive line, no pass rush. Secondary is average. Wide receivers outside of chase and create separation. There is regression in football. Roster could have been overrated. Could could have been overrated. I don't think we have a below average offensive line, Dustin. No. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm I not sure that. We got a below average uh, left uh, guard. But bottom line is, uh, bottom line is, Dustin. I, some of the stuff I get what you're saying. It's Joe Burrow's just not healthy, man. That's just what it is right now. I know. Well, uh, breaking down that video and they were saying that a couple times that like uh that uh, oh it was one of the one of the times that um he either he got sacked or hurried or something uh, that orlando that came on orlando brown but the problem was that orlando brown actually blocked his guy just right but joe couldn't step up in the pocket like he normally does so he got sacked yeah right and that's one that's the one thing they were saying that was the one thing they were saying uh they talked to Somebody talked to Jeffrey Simmons after the game, and and he he said that that their game plan. He he told everybody their game plan was pressure up the middle, to where Joe can't step up, and that's exactly what they did. And that's going to be the game plan on Sunday too. They mm-hmm. saw the tape. They see what to do. So somebody coming now. They don't have any Jeffrey Simmons or Miles Garrett's on their or T.J. Watts on their team. So hopefully it'll be a better turnout. It won't be as much pressure, but. I mean, Tennessee freaking laid down the tape on what to do as long as Joe's mobility is in question. Yeah. What did Brian Callahan say? James says uh, Brian Callahan's uh, 
what he said about the offense. You guys know what he was talking about? Uh, I did not be able to see. No. Eh? Yeah, he said something about how um, you can't just change a game plan in a week. That's right. Uh, I can't remember exactly what what the wording was, but there's a lot of people that were that were upset about what he said because of the fact that you know Burroughs had this injury since July, so you've had plenty enough time to adjust it. But it well, seems, it seems as if they they kind of brought the same game plan from last year. And there's some people saying that they didn't make enough adjustments to it. I don't, I don't know exactly how true that is, but you know, you, you are seeing, you are seeing Tyler or not Tyler, but uh, <laughs> Zach's, Zach's. They're they're calling too many passes, and you know, I was I was the first one to say like Zach's play calling. I wasn't. And this is what where we'll we'll get into the the. Should Zach give up play calling? Um, they were calling a lot of passes, and because of the fact that we were down, but I don't think that that's necessarily the answer. What do you What do you guys think? Um, let me let me uh, let's uh, man, I totally I was reading the text and I forgot the question, and I had no four hundred and Coke Zero. So, do you guys think that, that Zach Taylor should give up play calling? Oh, if, um, yes. if he does, do you think do you think things will change? I let me let me go here real quick. Let me read Tyler's thing, and then I'll, I'll answer that question. But basically, he says that uh, Burrow's calf injury they're using it as a handicap, and the team's struggling because of it. They need to use it as an advantage and get more creative and run more, like we did in 2021. I Agree with that 100%, Tyler. And that yes. comes into the uh, the question that you had, Derek, about Zach Taylor and the play calling. I love Zach Taylor to death, man. I'd kiss that man on the lips if I saw him. I swear to God, I love him to death. He is a fucking awesome head coach and a leader of men. But, I mean, people have been saying stuff about the play calling the whole time he's been here. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. we have, to me, we have... This high-powered offense. People keep talking about how Joe is, uh, is, uh, you know, can go out there and slice up a defense. You know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You got Jamar Chase, that's one of the top receivers in the league. Um, T. Higgins, one of the top receivers in the league. We now got an offensive line, but we can't, um, we can't get it going. Why is that? Why can't we be putting up fucking sixty or seventy points just like? Uh, the Dolphins are. They got a high-powered offense. Are their receivers better than ours? Is their quarter is is Tua better than Joe? Is Tyreek Hill better than Chase? Is Waddle better than Higgins? You know what I'm saying? Why the fuck aren't we doing that shit? Why aren't we doing it? We can do it. We should. We in my mind, we should be able to do that shit because we have these high-powered weapons, but they're not being used. And to tell you that, I'll be honest, they haven't been used the whole time except for a few flashes here and there. Remember that Kansas City game where Jamar Chase put up fucking ungodly numbers and Joe Burrow after things like, fuck it, Jamar's down there somewhere. That's the kind of games we should be having every week, if you ask me, with this offense. And so do I think it's the play calling? I do. I do think that the play calling could be better because how the fuck do we have these? That's what I'm saying in my head. Like, how the fuck do we have these weapons? And we only put up, like, 
on a good game, we put up like 20 fucking something points. You know what I mean? No, no, I mean defense. I get what you said. We have like three offensive touchdowns this whole season. I mean, freaking Christian McCaffrey had three TDs in one quarter. I mean, this is totally unacceptable. I agree. Like I say, I just don't think they know what calls plays to call. With, with Here's the thing about Zach Taylor. He lets Joe run the show. He gives Joe the keys to the car, lets him pick what he wants to do. He gives Joe Burrow a lot of freedom what to call out there. He still will call plays, but he gives Joe Burrow a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. The bottom line right now is Zach Taylor, I don't know if he can do that. Like I, like I say, I get speechless on this. It's, it, the, thing, the thing of it is, like, like, like Tyler said, they need to get more creative. With all this talent around, I agree with what you're saying, Tyler. Get Mixon involved a lot more. You know, dude, more of the, the, the fast passes. I mean, that's what a head coach is supposed to do. Learn to adjust. And well, I'm, I, mean, I love Zach Taylor. I, I yeah. love Zach Taylor to death. I, he's one I of don't the want him things. to leave. I want him to stay as the head coach. Yeah. But, yeah, as a play caller, I, let me ask you guys this. Could Callahan do better, do you think? Well, I, man, if you're going to no. ask me, like, if you're going to take one person out of this team and replace them with somebody, I would – Man, I'd probably pick Brian Callahan because, like I said before, we got this offense, and it's just spitting and sputtering when I think that we should be doing better. I understand Joe's calf is a little fucked up now, so maybe it's not going to be all that it could be. But, man, we've seen nothing uh, from this offense. I mean, come on, man. Like two fucking touchdowns in four games, or is it three? I like three offensive touchdowns. I, I don't think we have any first half offensive. I believe someone said we know we do not have any first half offensive touchdowns. We're um, we're uh, uh, four games into the season, and our best play. What's the best play this year, Greg? From the foot from our football team. Best play, honestly, is from Burrow rolled out. Chuck Sizzle. Yeah. Our fucking best play in four games. Is Chuck Sizzle running that shit back? And he's hurt now. He's on the IL. Yes, he is. You know, yes, he is. And but what, but I, if I had to say with Burrow, when he rolled out to Chase that Monday night game, that's yeah. when the team started clicking finally. But after that, man, it's just like that we put on the gas brakes easily, man. Like I said, the Titans, all these other teams are just going to figure out, okay, all we have to do is just blitz Burrow up the middle. We're good to go. We, well, we so got Monday was a hard day for me, man. Uh, Sunday night I had to go – did I go to work on? Yeah, I did. I went to work on Sunday night, so I had to deal with it all. I had to stay up all night. You guys got to go to sleep, get some rest, and try to forget about it for a little bit. But I was up all night stewing over this shit, and I'm like, you know what, you know what, poor Chuck, Chris, just let yourself be pissed off because I always, I'm like this super optimistic person all the time about the football, about the Bengals, you know. But I just said. Fuck it, man. Just let yourself be pissed off. You know why? Because the product that they put on the field is dog shit. And if I performed at my job like that, I'd be in the fucking office getting the talking to. Absolutely. And it's, you know what? It's the team. We love these guys. They're all people. But guess what, man? They're fucking here to do a job. If they weren't good at their job, then they wouldn't be here. So mm-hmm. get get good at your job. I love every fucking one of you. Because I know they're all probably watching the show. They're all probably gathered around right now like they do on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday down there at fucking Paycor Stadium. They light up a big fucking screen. They all sit there and watch Bengals and Bruce. I love every single one of you. But come the fuck on, man. 
come the fuck on and go out there and play the goddamn Bengals football the way you've been playing it the last few years, and let's get this shit done, and don't fucking count us out yet, because last year we had the same fucking record. If we beat Arizona, we had the same record last year. I know this year's a little different because of the divisional losses. I know this year's different because of the point differential, you know, the, the, the difference in the points, but let's fucking go. I'm tired of this bullshit. Let's go. You're affecting my emotions. I know you don't want to do that, but here we are. So just fucking win. Just win, baby. Preach chop. That's what, that's what Tyler says. Your new name is Preach chop. I love that chop. Is it? All right. Well, give me the yep. pulpit, man. Down there in fucking lot one, build me a pulpit, and I will preach. <laughs> and we'll be drinking our 50 West beer, and I'll be up on the soapbox. But it better be reinforced because I'm a big motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not here with Jolly just yet. Derek, you want to add on to that? Nope, he said everything we needed to say on the on the Arizona. I got more Arizona. to say, but I don't want to. Uh, you know, like I said, I know they're all down there at fucking Paycor watching. Oh, here this son of a bitch. He had to pop in when I'm bitching. <laughs> oh Trade Higgins God. for a first round Panthers pick and able to get a high draft pick, maybe another wide receiver tight end. Let me tell. I'm gonna be honest here. I'm gonna be honest here. Is uh, if we if we lose to Arizona, which I don't think we're gonna do because I'm trying to stay optimistic. But if we do, I'm not saying that that shouldn't be something that's considered, right? What's yep. what's your thoughts, Derek? Um, you honestly, heard I don't think, I don't think, I don't think the Panthers will give up one of those two picks for for a team, especially when well, they got it. I don't know. They want a number one wide receiver. Who else are they going to get? Who else could they be targeting? Devontae I, Adams, I can see. Devontae Adams yeah. is about thirty years old. I'm I'm still saying, he's still right, but they want to get a young number one that Bryce can grow with. I I understand that, but what I'm saying is I don't think they will give up one of those two first round picks, especially right now when they are um, the number no, one. I heard pick it's a and second and a third pick. round pick. I heard it's a second and a third round pick. Or no, Chicago is the one that has the one and two. My bad. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Carolina, I think, is shopping a second and a third round pick for a, for a, for a receiver. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't let, let T go for anything less than a first. Well, so okay. So in my mind, the thing is though that T's contract is up next year. He has to get signed. We're gonna. We're gonna. Most likely, everybody thinks we're gonna sign him to the. Um, we're gonna sign him to the uh, uh, franchise tag. Franchise tag. But I mean, if this team's doing horrible. Like they did last week, that we all, I mean, it really hurts me to even have those words come out of my mouth, to be honest. Yeah. But it, for some reason, if things don't change, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying tank on purpose, that's for sure. But, um, I mean, there's a guy coming up in the draft who's an elite receiver. If you're thinking about him, and there's also elite pass rushers, if you're thinking about that, you know. Uh, we all know they're not going to get a fucking tight end. I don't care if Jesus Christ came down here and played tight end. They're not going to draft his ass. They're going to yeah. get somebody else off another team and try to work with that. <laughs> He's gonna uh, no. Well, get, don't get fucking used to it, Tyler Kelly, you son <laughs> of a bitch. But, but no, no. So, support I'm going to go back to Zach Taylor. So we kind of talked on rally yesterday, and Santor made a point like, 
I, I'm not ready to blame Taylor yet or anything because would not to play calling, but the only reason why he would blame Zach Taylor pretty much is what he was saying is if Joe Burrow suffered a very significant injury, like say if he tore his Achilles or something was a very bad injury, then that's when he, he said he would blame Zach Taylor. Do you, would you guys agree with that? Uh, no. I, don't, I, don't agree I'm blaming Zach. I get it why people are blaming Zach because in the end, like who is making the decisions, do you think? Is it Joe Burrow, Mike Brown, or Zach Taylor? Who is making the decisions? On if he's uh, I would think it's a combination between Joe a, Burrow and Zach. Yeah. I was going to say, I think and, – and maybe maybe it falls on Zach in the end because you're not – you're not, not man enough. That's not the right word. But uh, to tell Joe that we're going to set you out, but – so maybe it maybe in the end it does fall on Zach, but you know, Burrow's wanting to go out and play, so you gotta let him play, I guess. Yeah, it's one of those things because like we we, we had a little talk yesterday on the show how uh, some of our co-hosts have res- uh, like I, like I think it was Bengal Dad how he's talking about how he respects Joey Vada because Joey Vada will come out and tell you when he's hurt and he can't plays, and he thinks and they're like kind of he's like kind of saying how Joe Burrow is not doing the Bengals right by not telling if he's hurt. I get the point Bengal dad's making, but there's when we had Corey Dillon on the show, he will tell you there's people out there that are, they, that'll be hurt. Is There's people that'll say, I'm not playing until I'm 100, 110%, and there's people that are hurt are going to play no matter what. It's football, man. Everybody on that team is playing hurt. Everybody on that team by this time in, in, the, in the NFL, everybody that plays has got some kind of ache and pain going on because of four games. It's the NFL. They yeah. play through injuries. I honestly, to tell you the truth, I still trust that Joe thinks he can go play. He's good. He'll go play. And anybody bringing up this A.J. McCarron shit or, or um, uh, Jake Browning, I'm not with that. Like, if if they come in, it's not to um, try to win a game or two. It's right. because Burrow can't fucking play at all. Because yeah. I'll take Burrow 50%, which he's not. I'm sure he's over 80 but I'll take him at fifty percent over Jake Browning or AJ McCarron. See, I don't think he. I don't think Burrow's eighty. I think he's closer to sixty percent right now. I really, honestly do. I agree with you. And he's he said that you know that the mobility wasn't there, but he's progressing. You know, he said it's progressed. He's very vanilla, man. He doesn't say shit. He's like yeah. Bill Belichick <laughs> quarterbacks. I was There's I was going to say to Marvin play. Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> you can be, yeah, you're right. But, but but like I say, like I say, I like like I say, Zach Taylor. I understand he makes the calls, but Burrow, if he's telling me he can play, then I, I have to go with his instincts that he can play and all that. You know, I, and that's that, I was going to say that's also the 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 problem that you're having is Burrow on Monday through Saturday right now is different than Burrow on Sunday, right? And if you're seeing him out there during every practice and he looks right then you you have no choice but to play well burrow at practice when he goes he's not taking those hits i understand that yeah and that's what i'm saying like when he's out there during practice he looks great no but, he does but you know, like like i think it was santori that said today on twitter like yes i want to see him moving laterally i want to see him making those cuts i want to see like one thing you haven't seen at all this year when they're out there and he's sprinting, doing those sprints with the defensive guys, you're not right. seeing that. 
No, exactly. And like Santori sent us a video one time where it showed Burrow before the Tennessee game how he's like like out there passing. He said he looked great out there. He just goes to show you practice is way game is playing the game is way different than practice. Hey, how about this mm-hmm. swap that Kelly says? Matt Canada oh, for second. That, get out of here. <laughs> get the hell out of here. But oh. but no, but like I say. It's just like I say, you know, Zach Taylor, like I said, I get people's frustrations. Like I say, I respect people's opinions. Like, you know, when some say I blame Zach Taylor if Joe Burrow gets hurt, that's their opinion. But my personal opinion is if Burrow, if my guy is telling me he can play, I can't transfer my brain into that other player's body or anything. I can't do that. I I have to go with what he tells me, point blank. Yeah. And hey, I, I trust him. Chop, tell your buddy, um, Mike Tomlin said he was he was making some changes. Yeah. And then he goes in there and they're like, all right, we're going with the purple Gatorade today. <laughs> yeah. That was the changes that they made. That's because they love Baltimore. Yeah. They'll probably go with the orange Gatorade next to pay homage to the Bengals. Well, you, you know, Fiji brought up another point here. We were talking about this too. Do you guys think Burrow's putting pressure on himself because of that deal he just signed? You think he's maybe thinking, man, I just signed this deal. I got to live up to this. Do you guys think that's in the back of his mind also? Uh, I don't think he has that mindset, honestly. No, I just don't. I, I don't think that either. You could, you, the thing is, though, man, it's like, what, what the hell do we think here? Because we thought a certain way, and then they went out this year and they're playing horrible. Mm hmm. So, like, I agree, like, Burrow last year, I'm saying the same thing. But this year, something's inside that guy's head. It's not just a calf. It's not just a calf. Maybe it's like when a hit, when you get in a slump in baseball, you know what I'm saying? It's in your mind. I fucking can't hit the ball. I can't hit the ball. And so maybe it's in his mind, like, he needs to step up his play and he's thinking about it too much. I don't know if it's the pressure. Or why every, yeah, I was going to say, or why every hitter or every pitcher out there, when they're throwing a perfect, a perfect game, you know, it that gets in their head. That's why almost nobody throws a perfect game because of how much mental is involved in that. Right. Oh, no, exactly. Side note, by the way, the resident at work has a friend that knows uh, Joe Burrow's girlfriend. Is her name Olivia? Is that right? Yeah, Olivia. Olivia Holstein, yeah. And they did get engaged. Oh, cool. Like, it's oh, all cool. like speculation. It hasn't come out. But she said, yep, she's got friends that know her, and they are engaged. Well, good, good for them. Well, which means he probably stopped getting some ass. Maybe he needs. No, that's after you're married. And is it completely through the honeymoon, the the uh, the engagement? You still get it. Yep. And all right. You haven't said I do yet. I mean, I didn't really have a long engagement. Like I, I called my wife one day. I, I got out of my cement mixer. They said we're gonna let you off early, and I called her and I say, hey, let me off early. Let's go get married. She said okay. <laughs> so we went down and got the license, and then. Went to a friend's living room. What was a preacher? Yeah, I don't uh, know. But, but Zach Taylor, like I mean, now, granted, Zach Taylor did say, "Hey, this is unacceptable. We got to get better." But let me ask you guys. I, this is why I'm asking you guys this. Do you guys think Zach Taylor really, really is acting like he's playing under fire, right? Like under fire with these players right now? Do you guys think that playing under fire? What do you mean? Like, do you, like trying to set, like he's trying to put pressure. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He's such that, a nice guy all the time. I've I can't never, see him yelling at people. Are you talking about like that that Marvin Lewis thing that they put up on Twitter lately that he was yeah. like, He's the Andy Dalton coaches. 
You motherfuckers, you fucking suck me a fucking. No, no, that, that hard knocks thing. Yeah, like I say, Zach Taylor. I am not going to question what he does, what the culture he's done for this team. I am not going to forget what he's done here the last two years. I'm not saying make drastic changes or anything. People on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever saying fire Zach Taylor. That is the one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. I and but like I say, I am not saying that at all. But do I believe that he needs to adjust maybe with play calling? Possibly, but some could argue that doesn't really matter because Burrow's not 100% right now. Because eh? Zach Taylor, like I said, he rely uh, his a lot. His coaching is mainly he's mainly known for the culture. He's not necessarily that known for the play. He may have designed a playbook, but he gave Burrow the he's like Burrow. Here are the keys to the car. I know you'll do it. I know you'll do fine. He's not like how Andy Reid knows how to design plays. Or like uh, one guy pointed out in the ch- chat. Uh, Tampa Bay's new coach, whatever the hell he's doing with Baker Mayfield, he's doing a hell of a job. That's a guy that, like, you know, will, will teach. It's it's like he'll, he's like helping Baker ride a bike. Zach Taylor never had to do that with Burrow. He just gave Burrow a push and Burrow rode off. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, look, maybe Zach could get in there and play quarterback and Burrow could stand on the side and call the plays. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, I, I, the reason why we're all acting like this because we're one and three, it, it, it's like, you, you, you got to buckle up right now. You got your next two games. You're playing the Card- Cardinals should not be taken lightly. Just where we, I was taking the, t- no. the Titans lightly. After that, you got to play the freaking Seahawks who just demolished her defense. Oh my God. Is, is explosive right now. I mean, is the Legion of Boom back? Yes, it is back. It just got the Legion of Boom 2.0. It's one, it was one game against freaking Daniel Jones. At least that, that game is here, back. though. At least we play Seattle in the fucking jungle. Exactly. If it was at Seattle, and Derek, you do have a point. Daniel Jones, I mean, I think he, everybody was bragging how good of a QB he was last year. Give me a break, man. I well, mean, Daniel Jones statistically is better than Joe Burrow this yeah, season. Sir. So oh, yeah. we can't say we can't we honestly we can't sit here and go fucking Daniel Jones because our quarterback is playing worse than Daniel Jones right now. Okay, I maybe I shouldn't have said Daniel Jones, but if you look at the Giants, tell me that there aren't five receivers on the Bengals better than their number one. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree. Tell me, tell me. Well, now I will say they have Darren Waller but they're not using him. I've got him in fantasy, and he ain't done shit for me. And so do I. <laughs> My whole goddamn fantasy team ain't done shit. I need to start putting got, our, our players that we go against in my fantasy. They've got Saquon Barkley, who was hurt last week. Right. So the only the only semblance of an offense that they had was hurt last week. So they were teeing off against Daniel Jones because that Matt Burita, I think that's who they have, is their, their RB2. He just didn't really do anything. Right. But, yeah. I'm uh, Dustin here says, I feel like we're all talking in circles. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, Burr, we should play Burrow, but he is only – we should play Burrow, but he's only 50%, and that's why we are struggling. We shouldn't play Burrow. We just need to have an actual plan and scheme that works. Totally agree with you, Dustin. We need to, yeah. we need to, we need to adapt exactly. right now. You know, but that's what I people know. said, like, um, he's not mobile. He can't throw the ball, you know. You got to be mobile to be a quarterback. And I said, no, the fuck you don't, man. Tom Brady wasn't mobile. Peyton Manning wasn't mm-hmm. mobile. And they fucking diced up the, the defense. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't mobile. Exactly. exactly. Look at Pat Mahomes, man. He was playing ben with Ben Roethlisberger me. was as mobile as a couch. 
Yeah, yeah. no, no, I agree. No, this is totally unacceptable. Dustin, I get what you're saying. We need to, like I said, man, literally one third of our playbook we can only go by right now because the rest we, with all the rollout, like rolling out of the pocket, doing all that, we just can't do that right now. You know, back in the okay, day when so, everybody was offering Joe Burrow their calf, he should have took somebody's calf. He should have. He wouldn't have had to take just any calf. He could have inspected it and got the best calf. Right. I got They're some good. delicious calves. He, you could have given him one of your calves. You'd have walked on a peg leg, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Derek, you were going to say something earlier? Yeah. Um, let's move on to Arizona. Okay. Let me, let's, let's start with this. Give me one thing, one difference that you want to see the Bengals do this weekend. Let me go first, and I'll agree with Jolly. Okay, cool. Run the fucking ball. <laughs> I mean, if that's the problem, if Joe Burrow's not mobile, run the fucking ball. Mixon is having – he could ha be having a career year. And not only that, but I read that Mixon, like his highest career year was 2021. He was out on the field 63% of the time. This year, 74. Yep. So if you're going to have him out there, run the fucking ball. Ball. We get the backups involved. Get Chase Brown more involved too. Boom. Who's athletic in the backfield? Who is athletic coming into the draft? Use him for what she drafted him for. Get include him more. I mean, I'm not saying Bench Mixon, but come out there with the two running backs set if you have to. At times, I would say on offense, it's run the ball, and on defense, it's fucking tackle. Yeah. If it weren't for the missed tackles against the Titans, the I don't think the game would have been the same. I to be honest. The offense was sucked, so I think that the outcome would have been the Bengals lose, but it wouldn't have been like it was because they couldn't tackle shit, man. They look like a bunch of peewee football players out there trying to tackle grown men. Absolutely. Think it might have been, might have been uh, 24 17 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, one thing, you know, Derek, I remember you talk, I think it was you that said this like last week, we need to do quick passes. On that one third down, like on third down play, Joe Burrow's just standing back there. I'm like, dude, get rid of the ball. Get rid of the ball like now. Hey, I mean, uh, I, Derek. Yeah. Just on that note real quick, though, guess what I'm betting for my score prediction this week? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have an idea. Yeah. 25 to 18. No. What? 24-17 once again. It's yeah. going to hit sooner or later, one year. Yeah. It hit um, last year. So, Greg, what, what do you want to see? I'll bet I'll start to off, Greg. No, 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 it's okay. I, I want to see more quick passes. I want to see us get yeah. the tight ends more involved. I am so tired of people saying, oh, tight end doesn't fit our offense. Tight end. Look at Hayden Hurst last year. Look at CJ Uzama. We even got Tanner Hudson involved. I don't want to hear that crap anymore. You mean to tell me if we had a shot to get someone like Kyle Pitts, they would really honestly say, oh, he doesn't fit our System. We had a fucking shot this draft, Greg. Look how many tight ends Dude, were left. Sam Laporta. Every, I'm Sam not against Miles Murphy. I like having him. But I like Miles Murphy. Fucking too. tight ends that were on the board when we were picking. Oh, we're all doing great oh, in the Wiley, NFL. Wiley, who dominated us over the weekend, who I wanted like in the fifth or fourth or fifth round. I mean, there's but, a fucking play. Let's talk about that play. Let's talk about that play. He didn't dominate. He had one catch, two catches. He had two good catches. Yeah, okay. well, one of them was fucking six points. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and one, is a big, this, though, and one led them to six points. They fucking run Simmons out there. He splits out like a tight end. You know, uh, Derrick Henry's back there to take the snap in a wildcat. And the fucking coaches go, fuck this, timeout, timeout. We see what you're doing, so let's yeah. talk about it. And then when they go back out there, the Titans are like, hey, so you saw what we were doing. So watch us now. We're going to do the same fucking thing. And – 
nobody uh, defended the pass. Everybody went for the run. It, it did, yeah. Josh Wiley couldn't be more fucking open if he was the Waffle House. Yeah. Just what I heard, Cam there. Sample was supposed to cover him, and he didn't. Yeah. I yeah, don't know who the fuck was supposed to cover him. Maybe nobody was. Maybe they no. were all just rushing because they thought Derrick Henry was going to run the ball, but. Right. But no, like going back to what I said, more quick passes, more slam passes. Chase plays better in the slot anyway. I mean, I wanted as much as I wanted to do these deep passes, we just can't right now. Eh? Well, when we played against the Rams, it wasn't like Chase was getting like big fucking bombs, you know, it wasn't no. like super big plays. He was making shit happen. He was getting that yak. Exactly. That's what he's known for. And on defense, dominate on third down. For good for God's sakes. Every time we got the Titans on third down, convert, convert, convert. Dominate. We have to contain teams on third down. Make them punt more. Rock it's, Bowers. Rock Bowers is a beast out of Georgia, man. He, you thought you thought that guy you liked out of Georgia was good this year, tight end chop. Oh, Rock I know. Bowers he was is, the backup. Darnell exactly. Washington was the backup. Exactly. Rock Bowers. Derek, I know you follow draft, and I know Dale does too. Rock Bowers. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, it's Mr. Healthy. The doctor. Did hey Dale? Did they do the penis extension today, or was it just a consultation? Consultation. Oh, okay. So All Dale, right. we were just discussing. Well, I want to see it when you get it done. So, oh, look oh, at that! That's a That's what bought this thing, and it came in today, and I had to come down here and be a slut and say shout out to the <laughs> Cincy hat. Yes, look at this beautiful yeah. toboggan. These things should be going on sale soon. Also, got another package. Uh oh, which I told you guys about this. Sent this out like a year ago. Like, man, everyone has these cool varsity coolers. Uh, Dude, look at that. Look at that. I wanted one of those so bad, but I figured out. Shout out to Varsity Cooler and shout out to Cincy Hat. I wanted one of those coolers so bad, but I had to do the math and figure out how many pounds of cat litter it would cost. Man, Dale, you look sexy. Dale, you look, Dale, you look sexy in that hat carrying that cooler, man. I gotta tell you, man. Yeah, if I just had some Fifty West uh, beer in it, right? Right. Greg's got the Fifty West beer. There we go. So Dale, we were just so Dale to fill you in. What do you want to see the Bengals do different this Sunday? This Besides is what I want you. Dale to do. Hold on, real quick. This is what I want you to do, Dale. Is what I did. You and I, we we had shit happen on Monday, and we couldn't join the show. You know, right? So mm-hmm. this is your this is your minute to get up on your soapbox and vent. I felt like shit all week. This is you, man. Vent. All right. So we sucked. We got our ass beat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still still don't think the Tennessee Titans are a good team. Like they're they're really not. Um, <laughs> The conservativeness started on the first series, you know. Good drive down the damn near only one we had all game. And you ran the ball, which I don't know, audible Joe thought he saw something. Then you're at the three-yard line, and you're like, oh, let's just take three points, you know, because we've really been driving down the field a lot that we can just afford to think we're going to be right back down there. Didn't happen. Um, let's see. Joe Mixon, I thought, played good. That was a positive. Brad Robbins had a 51.4 yard average. That was a positive. Ball bomber. Um, I don't have a lot more positives. Miles Murphy with no. his first career attack. And Dax had an interception, but also thought Dax, you know, he had that huge penalty. The one we said, oh, that's a terrible call. I even tweeted out, that's a terrible call. That's not roughing. To start the third quarter, it was actually Dax Hill ripping the guy's uh, helmet off. 
So lack of composure, bad penalties. Uh, neither side of the ball showed up to play. Um, piss poor play calling. It seems like you're uh, you got an immobile quarterback right now that can't move, but yet you're choosing to not run the ball when you have a running back who's running his ass off the entire season. Um, defense, we're supposed to shut down the run. That's one thing we've always done, especially against Tennessee. They ran all over us, did whatever the hell they wanted, and then that set up their play-action game. So we look like shit. We sucked. The confidence level's way down. I know Joe was practicing today, always throwing the deep ball. He felt better after that game. But if he can't move and he can't get mobile and you're running out the same game plan and just hoping things improve, it's, you know, what is that, trying to fit a fucking – Square peg in a round hole, Perfect. or whatever that fucking yep. saying is. Yeah. So yep. it's almost like tu- is it, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. they've got Definition. to figure something out, and yeah. they got to figure it out quick because you're you're one and three, and your your season's really here. You go to Arizona, another team who everybody thought, oh, this is top five pick. These guys are tanking. They're trading away players for seventh round picks. Guys, they spent first round picks. So, yeah. And all of a sudden. They're one of the more efficient offenses in the NFL with Josh fucking Dobbs at quarterback. They don't so. even sell his mm-hmm. fucking jersey in their pro shop. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they got a quarterback that they don't even sell his jersey in the fucking pro shop. You can't even get a custom one made in the pro shop. And the guy's going out there and fucking playing. Shout out to Matt because he helped design this shirt for uh, it was a Cincy shirt. So the oh, Carriers nice. 316. Oh, cool. But, yeah, we just sucked all around, boys, and uh, – Unfortunately, like, I mean, Henry, 22 carries, 122 yards, a touchdown. And just for the shits and giggles, he threw a passing touchdown, too, when it's like – and the announcers called that, and we were so unprepared for it. Greg we called like, it. Greg called it at the – yeah, the, yeah, the, the announcers were saying the they're, same they're thing. Like, that, they're, they're not going to risk with no timeouts left. Someone's going to be wide open. Yeah. And, and we, even call, we even called a timeout, and yeah. they – yeah. Ended up and did the same thing. And yeah, they didn't see what they were doing. Yeah, they were just like, "Hey, we see you called a timeout, but guess what? Fuck you. We're running the same play, and you're not going to stop us. And guess what? We did worse than not stopping. We just like didn't do yep. shit. And Derrick Henry just threw that ball to a Josh Wiley who had nobody within 20 yards from him, which is funny because the 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 line was 20 yards. He was just standing there by himself, yeah, eating a snack. That was the Cam Newton. Oh, you watch film? Watch this. Right. They fucking embarrassed us, the Tennessee Titans. And then, oh, my God. Talk about winning a Super Bowl, man. They're fucking Twitter. Jesus Christ. I mean, can you blame them? Because we all can. So they're going to do their victory lap. We went down to Nissan Stadium, what, three times now and just whooped their ass. So I don't blame them. I don't blame them either. I mean, yeah. And, and a lot of teams are going to do that to us this year if we don't get our shit together. Well, exactly. you know what? It's like Corey Dillon, when he's been doing interviews, he says, look, people are not going to take the Bengals lightly. They have, Bengals have a target on their back. Teams are going to be targeting the Bengals, saying, we're going to come. We're coming for you. We, we want to prove to, to the NFL we're the real deal when we play you. Yeah, you go to the Super Bowl back-to-back AFC championships. You've got a team like that. People don't take you lightly anymore. Right. And- and you got that target squarely on your back in the AFC. And, I mean, let's admit it. We've been cocky, arrogant fucking people yes. uh, overall as a fan base and as a team, you know. All right. this fucking bling and this and that and the fucking sayings. And we got the coolest fucking quarterback and these sunglasses and this and that. And right now, 
we need a grind it out fucking team. We're not that flashy throw it all over the place team. We're yeah. just not that right now because yeah. we've got a limited quarterback. Well, I think Burrow kind of alluded yeah. to that when he did. I was reading about his uh, uh, takes today, and he was like, it, we just got to get a W. He's like, it might not be pretty. It might be ugly as hell, but we just need to come out with a W. So that, to me, that's him saying, like, we're going to have to get nitty-gritty. We're going to have, you know, there's not going to be these flashy plays down the field. We just got to get that W no matter how we do it. Well, and tell me, and this is once again, this is when a second, a really like a true legitimate second running back would be good too. Yeah. Get yeah. Chase Brown more involved. And, and now look, I got to ask your opinion. Tajay Spears, what was going through your head when he fumbled the ball, picks it up and runs for 20 yards? What was 26. going through your head? One of those days. That, that, when that moment happened, it's just like, it's one of those right. days. It's yeah. like, you what know? else can happen? It's like watching the water boy. Remember when the guy gets the interception? Oh, he drops the ball. Oh, has time to pick it back up. Yeah. Running for a touchdown. That's kind of what went through my mind a little bit. But yeah, that, that game was very frustrating. Josh Wiley got his first touchdown. We talked about over and over. Hey, what know. game's worse? The Titans this year or Cleveland last year? Uh, Cleveland last year was pretty bad. It was pretty bad, but so was so was Tennessee. Well, I would say Cleveland because it was a division game, and I just can't stand Cleveland. Yeah. Well, and also Cleveland, it was like a it was a primetime game, and to How? me, you can almost throw primetime games like they're just different, you know. Because yeah. if you're on the road in a primetime game, that atmosphere is different, even if the team isn't like great. Like Cleveland wasn't great last year, but you know their fans are going to show up, and be hyped up, and want a little bit of momentum. And then that's such an awesome atmosphere, you know, and things just snowballed. This one was just straight up, no reason, one o'clock game in Tennessee, a team who just played like pure dog shit the week before in Tennessee with um, a beat-up line, a subpar line, and they just fucking made that offensive line look like all pros, every all five of them. Yep. And just they did yep. whatever the hell they wanted on offense, and, we, and, and then on our offensive side of the ball, we couldn't fucking do a damn thing. Nope. It was sad. It was bad. And now we got Arizona. And I don't know if you guys looked at their roster or talked about them any yet or no. Or not. We were we were starting to. We started off with uh what's one thing that you would love to see different if you had to pick the number one thing on offense and defense, what would it be? Besides winning. I mean, offense, but, yeah. I think I think you have to say we're running the ball twenty five to thirty times minimum, period, point blank. I don't care if how if fifteen of those are for two yards. Mm-hmm. You, you got to fucking do it. You've got to say we have to run the ball more, 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 more because you're no one is buying fucking play action right now. No. So all it's doing is is Joe's getting hit off of if you even attempt to fake play action. Like, and we get nothing under center, and I don't think that's going to change. So I won't even mention that, but that would be another thing I think we need to do. And I think we need to get the if Irv's back or it's Tanner Hudson, we've got to throw the ball to the tight end more. You, you, like that, run the ball and throw the ball to the tight end more. Those are two things that should be easily able to fucking do that, you know, is not any crazy shit. And then on defense, tackle. Fucking. Oh, Mike fucking Hill, like, I swear Mike to God. has eight missed tackles. We, that's usually a season for him. I just want to say, man, I swear to God that I did not talk to Dale about what I thought our keys, <laughs> the things that we need fixed. Dale, I didn't. I, Dale, I said when you were not here, 
tackle on defense and run the fucking ball on offense. That's and I said use the tight ends more because I'm tired of hell. I'm tired of hell people saying, oh, tight end doesn't fit our offense. That's bullshit. Thank yeah, you, Dale. You must read our minds or something, man. Hey, that that tight end I, I, guys. Like- that's just that's how it is. Like it is. We're not rocket scientists over here, and I know we're not NFL coaches. But sometimes the easiest fucking solution right in your face is the best solution. Yes. Hey, that tackling on uh, Sunday looked like the 4-H fair where they grease up the fucking pig and let the kids try to catch it. It was terrible. Yeah. I've done that a time or two. <laughs> of course you have. Of course you have. Dude. If there's anything that you can fucking think of that's redneck as fuck, Derek's done it twice. Yeah, at least twice. <laughs> well, I was going to say – I I was uh, I'm agreeing with you guys on defense, but I'll I'll change things up a little bit. Uh, defensively, limit you've got to limit the penalties, man. Yes. I mean, yeah. I know we're we're bottom five in penalty yards allowed, but it's the inopportunity. Like when we get them, when we get penalties, we get them in the wrong times. So yes. limit the penalties on defense is going to be my one. And for offense, I. I know that I know Burrow don't like this, but I would I want to see more motion. I want to see guys, you know, getting out, spreading the ball out, getting guys moving around to maybe that's not in our offense, but you're seeing it all around the league and it's teams are doing awesome with it. So you know, this is a copycat league. Why can't we do some of that stuff our, ourselves? Stranger says he wonders how many cows you've tipped. <laughs> None. That's not actually a thing. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta do it, gotta get your shoulder in one, two, one, two, right? Mm. Like that fucking Tommy Boy scene. I can totally see Derek like fucking squirting squirting him off with the hose at the fucking gas station where he's buried in manure. You know how he knows it's not a thing because he tried it. Right. I've tried because it. he's tried, I've tried it. <laughs> exactly. Like so he's tried, but it's not a thing. Yeah. Man, don't sleep we, enough. So, and I know this is looking really ahead, and we can't, we don't have the team to look ahead, but holy shit, Seattle getting 11 sacks this week, and that's who we face it at well, home on the 15th here, the week after this. Derek did make the point. It was against the freaking uh, Daniel Jones, but like, but like, Portshop pointed out also, he's been a hell of a lot better than Joe Burrow is right now. 11 yeah. sacks is 11 sacks, and yeah. Daniel Jones is more mobile kind of guy you know he's shown some ability right. so yeah but i, like I, I wasn't statue. talking about like physical limitations i was talking about like joe burrow reading the defense versus mac jones reading or not mac jones but uh daniel jones reading the defense so two totally different things this year i don't know if it is just being, well yeah I, I, it's the limitations it's the not trusting the leg that i don't whatever it, i just think it's got him all fucked up but we're just supposed to have faith and I mean, at the end of the day, we, we're we not going to change shit, but no, that's why we can just hope the coaches change their game plan a little bit. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you did what. Did you guys I talk think... about Zach at all? Because that was yes. kind of the thing. No, we were like, talking. Yeah. No, we were talking about Zach. And I wanted, I was going to just want to ask you this, Dale. If Joe is so, who's making the decisions that Burrow is playing? Joe Burrow himself, Zach Taylor, or Mike Brown? I mean, I think everybody ultimately has a piece of that say, but to act like Joe don't have a pretty big say in everything this organization does right now would be silly. Of course, he, and he's going to want to say, but you know they're asking the doctors and they're saying, what's right. the risk of re-injury here? Yeah. I mean, they're not, 
they're not going to be that fucking stupid. Exactly. I know some people just think they are, but I, they're at least asking that opinion. And and here's the thing. Then that's a coaching decision. Okay, well, we see what you look like on this as you're trying to figure it out, but we still think you give us a better chance than Jake Browning or A.J. McCarron. That's what the, the coach they're basically saying. They're saying a fucking 60% Joe Burrow is better than 100%. I mean, to me, that's what they're saying. That's yeah. exactly what I said. Although, to tell you the truth, I feel like Joe's calf is actually 80% or better. It's just still he's worried about the mobility on it and restraining it because he did restrain it uh, two games ago. So I think he's worried about that. But I do think the calf is about 80%. We need we need it at 100 right now. We have no margin for losses, no yes. margin, for especially when the defense isn't tackling. And, I mean, we need the magic of Joe Burrow. And – and I think that's where we're seeing, like, Zach isn't the greatest play caller. I mean, it's something we talked about a lot. It's like, you know, he was at UC, called plays for one year, and it was one of the worst exactly, worst offensive performances that a UC team had had in, like, 10 years. So yeah. I'm not saying that's all on Zach, but that, that was his history before coming here. And then, you know, we didn't do too well, and then we got Joe Burrow. And he, and he was a quarterback coach Bowl. in L.A., but he didn't play calls out there. Yeah. So, yeah. I I don't know. I'm not saying – like, I think Zach, great head coach, great yes. culture builder. I'm not – I don't want to get rid of the guy at all. But at what point do you say someone else has to call the place? We are like the same guy. <laughs> no, no, Dale, let me ask you this. Uh, we kind of talked about rally a little bit yesterday. Do you think if Joe Burrow does get hurt, do you blame Zach for like gets hurt really badly, like his career could be messed because of this? Would you blame Zach Taylor for this? Letting no, him- no, because it's a, it's a whole organization. It's not that that's not fully on Zach at that point. If there's if if they're saying he can go and your physicians and you know your upper management, then you got to do you know then that's not on Zach if Burrow gets injured more. I mean that that to me would start to be on the medical, but and if it's felt like we've had better medical people than we used to back in the day, right? Like and they said it was just a shit show on who was in there, but um, I I don't know, I don't know, I I don't even want to think about him getting more injured. I want him to get healthy. So no, I, I'm, just saying, I'm just, I, I know, I know. It's a if we get there, then I guess we'll start putting out blame if it happens it happens it's football it's not you know what i'm saying well it's like it's like so yesterday bengal dad was making a point how when joey vada gets hurt he'll tell someone he gets hurt that's not joe bruce mentality remember Corey dylan he would even say when Corey we had Corey dylan on our shows he'd be like look there's guys out there that'll tell you i'm not playing until i'm 110 and there's just guys that say i'm playing you know that's what they wanted You, you can't you get you get what i'm saying dale it's like like Joey Votto, that's great that he tells people that he can't play. That, that's whatever. That's just not Joe Burrow's mentality. It just isn't. That's also that's also 162 games versus 18. Yes. Yeah, you got such a short season to get your wins in, and you're the quarterback of the team instead of one of nine guys batting and taking right. the field every. It's uh, hey, a couple things in the chat. Everybody's starting to talk about the offensive coordinators. Tom says he's not Zach Hader, but. He should give up the play calling to Brian Callahan. I'm not sure I agree with that. I don't know if I would agree. Brandon's I just don't. He's saying Brian Callahan should be gone already. And uh, Anthony's coming in saying, um, if it ain't Callahan, who is it? But I'm not, I don't totally disagree with them. I don't think that the play calling under Brian Callahan might be a whole lot better. 
Do you? I well, the only argument would be is there too many guys trying to have their say when you get okay, the quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator, and the head coach are all work and the quarterback are all working on this game and say, No, this is the motherfucker right here. Mm-hmm. You're doing it and it's you run with it. No one else. You call the plays. You you what offense do you think would work here? And you don't have to but that's the thing. That's the thing. You I think as long as Zach's here, he's gonna want a say whether he's got exactly. the title of offense coordinator or not. That's the scariest part to me. He don't that he won't give it up, right? Yeah. So then you just gotta hope that he gets better at calling plays. Or you gotta hope that someone like Duke Tobin steps up and says that's it. It's not working. So you're not calling plays and we need to hand off the play call to someone else. Cause Zach has a boss. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we need Joe Burrow to be Joe Burrow. Exactly. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then we need him to be this guy. Yeah. We need him. Yeah. To, to be the savior of the franchise that he's right. been the last couple of years. I mean, the guy just makes insane plays and he makes everything happen and when, and getting in a rhythm too. He hasn't been in the rhythm all season long. Like it's, I it's I'm almost at a loss for words on where we go because this game this week. If you lose this one, man, I, I don't know what the conversation we have next week beyond like yeah. somebody's almost got to be on the chopping block if you're one and four. I mean, let's hope it's not that. Especially to uh, Arizona, which I'm not saying I'm not saying that bad against Arizona. They've but been competitive. Is- it, surprisingly it, mm-hmm. but it's a team that we should we should beat but we also should have beat fucking tennessee we should have beat mm-hmm. cleveland we should have beat fucking baltimore. baltimore yeah yeah we should fucking beat them all in the schedule man does not get easier the 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 schedule's getting like way harder yeah, yeah. No, after, I, after the bye you come back out with the bills and the 49ers back to back so <laughs> <laughs> no no, I am not on fire, Zach. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not all. there yet, but that, that's, no, that's, no way. that's the thing. If it becomes an issue down the road, you know, I mean, I'll tell you this. You can't waste seasons when you have the talent like Joe Burrow no. and Jamar Chase. Right. I mean, we don't know about T. We don't know what T's future is, but you have him right now, and he's, you know, he's a guy who's put up 1,000 yards for three straight years. You can't argue with that, and he's mm-hmm. been really good, and – I mean, he's also not getting it done and now injured. So with the with the weapons we got, what do you think is the average points? Like, if you were to say average points per game, the Bengals should have with our offense. What would you say? Seventeen at least. Uh, I mean, I'm saying twenty four. I mean, Man, I'm going like closer to thirty, like twenty seven. No, I mean, ideally, yes. You're you, the real talent should get you over thirty, but it's the NFL, and you give them respect right? to the AFC North defenses and stuff like that. 24 minimum per game. This is what this is what I said before you came on, Dale, is what is the huge difference between our offense and Miami's offense? What player at position is better, take this year away, is better at their position than what we have in Cincinnati? Is, is Hill better than Chase? Is uh, Waddle better than Higgins? Is Tua better than Burrow? I mean, come on, man. And they're fucking putting up 70 points in a fucking game. Mike McDaniel, play calling. That, boom! Uh, it's fucking play calling. We got the talent. We got the talent. We just need someone that goes in there, and you don't have to be fucking mobile to be a quarterback. 
Yes, a lot of successful quarterbacks are a little bit mobile now, but fucking Tom Brady's got six big-ass giant fucking rings, and he is not mobile, and Peyton Manning has got two. He's not mobile. Eli Manning ain't fucking mobile either. You know, you yeah, but I, I still think the NFL has changed a lot, and you got these sure. defenders out here running four threes and four fours. Yeah, that you're not, you're not seeing as many of the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's well, in the NFL. Look who was in the Super Bowl last year. It's Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, well, you know, before that, you've got you know Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford. You could say you know is more pocket kind of guy, but I mean, whatever reason, Matt Stafford, man, he he produces to some freaking receivers. You see, as first that was like. With Calvin Johnson, then it was with Cooper right. Cup, and now it's like Puka Nakua setting all these records. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. You gotta give some credit to Matt Stafford, but yeah, but you know what, Dale? As we were we we're kind of talking about this on rally, we were referring to that all. So I, I kind of look at Zach Taylor. He's not he. What he's known for is is building a culture. He's really not known for the play calling. He's known for giving Joe Burrow the keys to the card. Says, "There you go, go run it." He's not like Andy Reid or one of these coaches that's very hands on and calling. Well, I mean, Zach Taylor is calling the plays, but he lets Joe Burrow, he trusts Joe Burrow more, where it's like, you know, he's not like a very hands-on guy that calls every single play, like you were just saying, to adjust like Mike McDaniel is with Tua. You know what I'm saying? You're saying he's like uh, uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah. They let him pretty much run the offense when he's out there. Exactly. I've heard that before. I I just don't I mean I don't know like that's I thought that's how it would be but I don't know if it really is and that's not a bad thing really like I say Zach Taylor like you said Dale you could still like Zach Taylor but choose to criticize him yeah I agree some of the play calling definitely needs to be adjusted Zach Taylor still built a great team culture here and all that but something's got to give you this is just unacceptable you got to adjust with the hurt quarterback you have to learn to adjust with this. And we're just seem to not doing that. Like you say, run the damn ball more, throw more slot passes, do something, but don't just try to run we'll run one third of your playbook. Jeffrey Simmons, you know what he said? It was easy. We just had to blitz Burrow up the middle. We knew we were going to get to him because we knew that's how they, he can't roll out. He can't do all these play actions or stuff like that because they they know he can't do all the athletic stuff right now. Yeah, he's getting blitzed. I think the stat was out today, like thirty two percent of the time when. Uh, and that's up from like, you know, in the mid 20s. Hey, in the previous years, we prayed for the blitz. Like, please yeah. blitz Joe Burrow. Yeah, see, he made he people like, pay for it. He was like the top quarterback in the league against the blitz. And sometimes Not that one year. thing, I mean, it's the NFL. Your margin for error is so slim. And when you're standing back there like a statue, man, it's. They're going to get to you eventually. It doesn't matter if your line's improved or not, because I still ultimately do think the line has improved. But when you're bringing seven or eight guys and you've got five blocking, maybe, you know, a sixth one in the backfield or something. Yeah. And I have more faith in Lou making the adjustments, Matt, especially this week. This week will be telling. We haven't seen the big halftime adjustments to shut people down. But Tennessee didn't really do anything after the half, but they didn't have to. That was the problem. Eight. Plus, his defense might have worked if a motherfucker could have tackled. Right. Who yeah. knows? I mean, there were so many missed tackles out there; it was unreal. And dumb, and the dumb penalty, like yeah, and man, the dumb penalty. You, you can't have these third and forevers and give up a holding or a ticky tack bolt. You've got to be more disciplined. And I, I think we are. We're missing the leadership of the guys in the back end too, like mm-hmm. Von Bell and and Jesse Bates. I mean, yeah, Dax is playing well, but. 
I don't Jesse think Bates Scott's number one playing in the NFL well. for interceptions right now. Von Bell was a leader, you know. They, how many yes. times did we hear about him? He's the guy who gets up at four thirty, lifting weights, and then he's got other guys starting to want to do what he's doing. Do we have that this year? You don't hear anything about that. This I year. mean, we keep hearing Dax Hill's doing better, but has he become a leader though? Like you said with Von Bell, Von Bell was never really like a top safety or anything, but Von Bell, like you said, was a leader who worked as who was a great worker with the team, eh? who motivated other people. I don't hundred uh, percent agree with Anthony here. It says our it's because our defense isn't tackling. And then he's talking about Pratt going to strip the ball. I want Pratt stripping the ball. Pratt's good at that. Yeah. I want every player on our defense when they get around that ball to take a reach a hand in there and try to punch the ball out. That's the way the NFL is. It's not just us. It's not just Jermaine Pratt. Ross says he's been listening to David Allen. You got to listen to Will, Willard Walker Jr. You've been listening to him. Fort <laughs> Chop, that's your guy. He talks a lot about. I'm going to have to check him out, man. I sent you some of those. That one day, the Willard Walker Jr. I'm about to start, the way this season's going. I'm about to start listening to Jelly Roll. The sad, the sad stuff now. Yeah, the sad stuff, man. Yeah. I like ah, Jelly Roll. dang. Guess he had a concert in like Huntington last night. He was just here in Riverbend, wasn't he? Yeah, I get. I mean, I know Pac-Man was on the stage. Or oh, whatever. that's right. I saw that video. That yeah, guy he was. to my wife. Apparently, they've been they've been homies since uh, Pac-Man got drafted to Tennessee. <laughs> Imagine that they meet, they met in jail or something, right? Pac-Man got drafted to Tennessee, and Jelly Roll's from Tennessee. I'm oh, just say that. Okay, they probably met up. He probably seen him performing. He said he supported, like you know, he's been a fan, and so good for him. Ross says Wheeler Walker is coming to Cincy. Hey, that'd be a good concert too. <laughs> Anthony says you can strip the ball without making a tackle. He's stripping the bone and still allowing the person to run. Hey, the tackling needs better. But I still say go after the ball. Yeah. I mean, it's got to improve from everybody. That's the thing. Like, uh, I don't know. It's it's a whole team effort. And Zach Carter, he certainly hasn't made the leap as uh, some of these rotational guys. Tupo, uh, I've seen him getting blown off the ball the times he's been in. It's the, the depth on the defensive line. Like, it's something that I think you need to constantly be replenishing. And we all thought they would draft somebody this year to add to that room and they didn't they just kept it the same and hoped that guys took a step or stayed the same that are getting like Tupo's not getting older they're not getting any younger so i i i don't know guys i'm really at a loss for where this team's at right now if if for some reason we go to arizona and we don't come out with a win how's your what what's your thinking as far as the team and the players and the draft and uh and that looming shit on Twitter about how Carolina is looking for a, a, a number one receiver for Bryce Young and they're wanting to trade a second and third round pick. I just don't even understand that either for them for them because they haven't won a single game. It's not like they're going to compete this year. No. I mean, yes, they do need a receiver. They've needed a receiver. They don't have a first round pick. I, hey, they keep I, playing like they are and they'll get, his, they'll get him a receiver. It'll be Marvin Harrison Jr. No, because they don't have a first-round pick. Oh, that's right. They don't have a first-round pick. They're fucked. Well, they're going to have to trade the whole draft like they did last year, trade the whole draft to get a receiver to match up with where they traded the whole draft last year to get Bryce Young. Yeah. No. Uh, right now, Chicago would have the top two picks. Since I did a mock draft, I had us taking that tight end from Georgia. Just Bowers. For, yeah. For whatever. I don't actually see that happening. It just No. 
It's My early, and I did one, and I stir up some conversation. We need, we need a D. De- I think we need a defensive tackle. We're yeah. still sorely missing like a game-changing game wrecker mm. on the interior of the D line. Like BJ Hill is decent, but BJ Hill would be a lot better as a backup. What if you about Geno Atkins? What about Micaiah Wingo? Yeah, I, I don't know. Shut the fuck up, but, Dale. Uh, that guy's a badass. Just because the guy goes to LSU don't mean he's It great. doesn't matter. You put him in any college, man. That motherfucker is a monster tackle. No, uh, Jerzon Newton is the name to keep an eye on. If we're going to start talking draft already, I know draft guy Jared. Look him up on Twitter, guys. He's got plenty of clips and has talked about him quite a bit, but I like him too. What he's about probably the one of the better D tackles, but if we're drafting top 10, I don't where, think there's a top now, 10. Now, listen, no, no, no. a whole lot of college balls, so where does he play at? Illinois. What yeah, about the godfather Corleone from right here at UC? Yeah, Dante yeah. Corleone. No, definitely an all-name team. I mean, he's good. He's a good player. He's probably more like a mid-round kind of guy right now. And but. I'll make a fucking T-shirt. You know that right off the bat we get Corleone. And speaking oh, yeah. of UC, you know with Wiley getting that first set, you know Vrabel. He's like, hell yeah, we're going to get this guy going some here. Oh, yeah. We're going to get him involved because he's a Cincinnati guy. Like, you know, Vrabel probably uses shit like that, too. Well, you know, well, you know, Wiley, he wanted to go to the Bengals so badly. I think he talked about wanting to go. I think he wanted to prove the Bengals. He wanted to shove it in their face pretty much. They probably had Ted Karras on a loop in there, just the audio playing in the uh, fucking locker room going, (laughs) right up yours, Tennessee. Fuck you. Well, they did Whatever still they do some dirty do. shit, man. I seen that one. That guy did a whole damn knee drop on fucking Teddy K. Like, that was well down the field, too. That was dirty as hell looking. I don't yep. know, man. But that's an ass-whooping, plain and simple. Yep. And, uh, then we had Trent and Irwin, who he didn't really muff that pump, but immediately, like, gets hit and drops the ball. Thankfully, it was recovered by someone else. But that's also concerning because we don't have Chuck Sizzle for another few weeks. There and I just that was another one of those games where it's like, man, Maybe one of these punts here in that first half spark this team, you know, if if Chuck's back there and he's not. So I thought we kind of missed him too. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll bet that's true. I wasn't at the game, but I'll bet I'll bet those fans were giving it to fucking Teddy. No, I, I'm sure, and I'm sure he was laughing about it. Well, sure. no, when Santori said he was at the game, he said Tiny's fans were, were actually very nice. He's I've heard horrible well, stories. Well, sure, they were nice. They won. Exactly. Here were they. They didn't get matter. They didn't get the Bengals fans' faces because I've heard horrible stories about Titans fans. Oh, okay. But, but I think, yeah, they, I've heard horrible stories, but Santori said when he was there, they were very nice to him, but I think they won so good. They felt bad for Bengals fans. I, that's my. Well, opinion. they probably thought he was maybe mentally ill because he's sitting there in fucking ninety degree weather in a sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, no, just sweatshirt. He said, the, he said the sun was blazing on him. He said it was horrible. I don't well, know he, how he did it. I, mean, I know I he know. wears sweatshirts to the games. Like in this, in August, he'll wear a sweatshirt. I don't know how he does it's it. Comfort, man. You no, know, hats off Santori for doing that. I, I couldn't do that, but hats off to him for doing that. Man, I would go in there with my nipples out if I could. It's fucking hot, man. I get that. Boob sweat. Yep. That big tit energy. I mean, you could. What what would you do if you just had like your tits cut out with your pierced nipples and a shirt? Just that get a would... shirt with just the holes in there with my nipples. Yeah, they would there. probably allow that, wouldn't they? Yeah. They probably would. Well, guys go in there with no shirt on. I mean, the one guy in Denver wore nothing but a fucking barrel and suspenders to every single game, right? Yeah, but I mean, I've seen Cincinnati crack down on that. That Del Ramey, they've told him to put a shirt back on before. Oh, Did they, they have. Oh, okay. They have really. I look better than Dale Ramey with no shirt, though. Probably. 
Yeah, they probably see those pierced nipples. In but they like, see my right, pierced nipples, good. I'll probably be on the fucking Jumbotron with that baby face. It'd be me with my pierced nipples and my baby face. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, and then they'll run a commercial for Donato's right uh, under the bottom talking about their pepperonis. Yeah. Oh, 50 West. Maybe we should we should probably tattoo 50 West all over you also, pork chop. Yes. If my, yeah. I'm gonna, let me answer Kevin's question. Yes, and the score will be 24 to 17. <laughs> uh, since I will not be on here Friday, I'm going out of town. So I'll go ahead and get my score prediction since he asked that. And I'm going to say we're going to fucking lose. <laughs> I'm sorry. 24 I can't to 17. To win right now. Are we're we going to lose 24 lose. to 17, Dale? This is your Will Benson theory going out. This is what Maybe. it is. Maybe. Well, here. We're going to lose 27 to 13. It's going to be an ass whipping again. Well,. I'll tell you what, I'll say, I'll go, fuck it, I'll go with the lose too, but guess what? Guess what my score is going to be? 24-17. 24-17 Arizona. Yes, I that's what I was going to say. I hope the juju works, and then we, if we say they lose, tell us, tell us they're losing, Greg. I, I, Ross, I've been told that, yeah, Cleveland fans, not all, but I know some good people that are Cleveland fans, but I'm never going to up there in Cleveland ever. Who are you picking, Greg? You you could save your score prediction for Friday, but are we? I don't think I don't think Greg could ever call us for a loss. I don't think he's like his physically he's able to do it. Okay, truth be known, it may be a tie. It may be a tie for all I can. <laughs> a tie. There you go. Neither can I, but if it'll help the boys win, I'll pick them to. I'll pick no, them no. I, I usually pick against it. To, I use usually a lot of times when I pick a team to win, I'm usually wrong, and so maybe I should use this for my advantage. See, John bet against the Titans and they won. Thanks a lot, John. Yeah. So this this week, bet against the Bengals. Yeah. John, that's yeah. your job. Bet against the Bengals. My job is to uh, predict the score 24-17 Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to just say Arizona. I don't bet, but maybe I could talk Derek into betting on Arizona. Placing a bet for you? Yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the deal is, though, if he hits, he, he owes you a portion of it. But if he doesn't hit, it's on him. Right. Yeah. Man. I don't know. I hate I hate this. I hate when we're losing. There's not a lot of fun things to I damn sure don't want to start talking about the draft now because we always have like four months of that already. Right. But I did do that mock draft because I was just like, ah, why not? Right. Because right now we'd be picking like eighth. That's and you took crazy. Bowers. Bowers was op- open on our pick. Yeah, I, I mocked the I did all of them. I mean, he's that's the thing. He is very, very talented tight end. Yes. And I do think he'll go maybe like top 10 to 15. But at the end of the day, it is still a tight end. It's tough to take those guys. But if you get a really, really, really good tight end, I still think that that could be really good for this offense. You mean like Michael Mayer? Well, yes, this Porta, apparently, he's been kind of the man for yes. Detroit. Yes. No, Dale, let me if, if Falcons are trading Kyle Pitts, they said we want a first round for Kyle, Kyle Pitts right now. Would you honestly do it? No, because I haven't seen him do anything in the NFL. Well, because they're but they're a run heavy offense, right? I now. understand that, but I'm not giving somebody a first round pick that they use for a guy that's four years in the league now. That's right. Like, you know what I mean? Like after this year, so it's like, hey, I haven't seen him do anything for three years. The value's got to come down, baby. I ain't. I'm not paying. I'm not paying brand new car prices for a car that's three years old. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying, can't do it. Unless it's a Chevy Silverado, those things are pretty fucking badass. I wish still, I had one. Still, probably wouldn't pay. Uh, I wish I had a big fancy Silverado. You do have big fans. Oh yeah, I do. 
Well, guys, I got to head off now. I got to go get some dinner and all that, take care of a couple of things. I'm sorry. What are you having for dinner? A leftover cheeseburger. I got to do that. Just take care of a couple other things. Make sure you follow it up with a nice piece of ass. As always. All right. Well, love you guys. All right. Love Love you too, Big Savage Greg, and I'll see you Friday. See you, bro. Love you, Dale. Love you, man. Kisses. Yeah, it's kind of late getting here. I don't don't have a lot more to add to it. It's basically been, to tell you the truth, it's been a bitch session. I just want to say before we do end the show is that I don't fucking hate the team. I love everybody on the team. I love 53 of them motherfuckers, and I kiss them all on the lips. I kiss Zach Taylor on the lips. I kiss Luana Rumo on the lips. You know what I'm saying? I love this whole team. Do I think things need to change? Yes. Do I think the play calling's been a little bit shabby? Yes. But I also have a lot of faith that they can figure this shit out and still win. If we beat Arizona, we have the exact same record as we did last year at this point. I just, the the Tennessee one, it killed me because I kept thinking, man, we're all so confident we're just going to win this game. That's always a bad sign to me. I'm like, yeah. I hate I hate when you're feeling like that good. But then I'm like, I still, I can't pick against us or anything because I'm honestly like, Tennessee is not that good. I watched them play the Browns, and I watched them not be able to move the ball at all. I understand the Browns' defense is very good, but our defense has been very good the last few years. I did not expect us to just get ran all over the way we did, and then it opened up their play-action game and everything else. I just – that game was demoralizing, and I know we can say, well, they can improve, but – Good Lord, man. It was just a beatdown of epic proportions. I haven't seen, we didn't, like even last year when they lost right to the Steelers on some wacky shit in week one, the Cowboys game was kind of a beatdown, but you were like, okay, you know, we we made some plays here and there. It was close. It wasn't, it wasn't crazy out of control. Those first couple games, I don't know. This season just seems different. And and may, it's like we're magically expecting Burrow to start being able to maneuver better. And I don't think it's going to be such a huge leap that he's able to just maneuver better on his leg and be more mobile. And I think it's going to get better every week, though, his calf. I don't know. I mean, it's an injury. It's going to get better. It's getting better. He needs to rub some of that fucking tiger balm on there, man. That shit's badass. If he put it on his taint, he'd be extra good. Right? Put that shit on your taint to give him that extra little fucking spark that he was looking for. He'll be, hey, you put a little tiger bomb on your taint, you will be mobile. But, yeah, uh, yeah like, exactly, man. You, mm-hmm. I hate when people are like, oh, we're seeing people's true colors now and this, that, and the other. It's like, nah, man, when my team's winning, it's easier for me to come on here and say positive shit after a win. Right. If my team's getting their ass absolutely blown out. What am I like? Why would I come on here and say, well, that was awesome. And, you know, only talking, you got to, you, there's a lot more negatives to talk about when you get your ass beat. When and, you win, there's a lot more positives to talk about. That is just the nature of winning and losing. And like, you, you have to get it off your chest, man. You have to get it off your shoulders. Like I've been in a fucking funk, man, all week. And it's because I, that shit's in my head. I can't get it out like that horrible game. So it's nice to have an outlet like this to come on here and just get it out. I'll I mean, probably I, feel like shit. Feel like shit all night again tonight, though. Well, and like I said, you know, p- however you want to talk about it or be pissed off or fucking be like fuck this, I don't even want to watch. 
watch sports all week. I don't want to, you know, go in a hole till Sunday. Everybody's different on how they want to deal with it, which is fine. Just like everything else in life, you know, this way, Lou Anna, different. Lou Anna Rumo right here should tell the guys, like, if you miss a tackle, you get your taint shocked. <laughs> I'd have therapy. Like if you miss a tackle in the first half, you come in the locker room, line up, you're getting your fucking taint shocked. I have a feeling the NFLPA would not be okay with this. Well, that's why we got to keep that one a secret. Keep it on the You know deal. what I'm saying? Let's not let think, the NFLPA out. We just have to do what's best for the team. And if that's a little taint shocking, that's what has to happen. It, when it comes to telling the NFLPA, we taint telling them. <laughs> taint telling them nothing. We taint telling them. Uh, anyway, though. But, yeah, then however you want. I, that's what I always say because we know at the end of the day when the team plays again, we're going to be watching them again, right. and we're going to be hoping they win, yeah. and we're going to be rooting for them. And just like if they have a – if the season continues to be this way, guess what? I'm still going to be here again next year and the year after and the year I'm after. I'm an optimist, Dale. I look at this, I say – uh well, if for some reason we have a losing season, then I'll bet you that a whole lot of fucking uh, opportunities come up for me to move my seat further into the uh <laughs> there you go in the stadium. I'm, there's a lot of seats I'm going to be able to pick from to move up and upgrade, and I'll finally be able to get that lot one parking pass. Hey, th- that's a good way to look at it. Glass plus, half full, man. Plus, I mean, when it's off season, higher draft picks. Talk about the draft, anyways. I love right. the draft. I mean, if we, more draft if we win the Super Bowl, we've got no chance of getting Makaya Wingo. Oh, <laughs> Malik, Malik hey, Gabers, right, man, next that's year, their best next prospect. Year, you already receiver. know next year who I'm talking about the whole fucking time that we're talking draft oh, anything. They're actually utilizing him right. they letting him rush. No, faster. but they will. They will. You can't keep a man like fucking Harold Perkins Jr. down. He is a fucking beast. Take away the LSU shit, Dale. Then they then they lose again too. Yeah, they fucking lost again. Jeez. But that's it's coaching, coaching. You lost to no, you lost to Lane Kiffin. <laughs> coaching. I don't want to hear it, Lane Kiffin. It was, it was. I feel like the Cincinnati goes with the way that fucking LSU goes. Like when they lost, I thought son of a bitch to, to Ole Miss, and then I was like. Man, don't let the Bengals, please don't let the Bengals follow this up with some shit play. And then we went out there and stunk it oh, up, yeah. too. It was a great fucking weekend for the pork chop. Man. Hey, at least Ohio State had a bye week, so I didn't have yeah, right. any of that bullshit. But they got a tough one this week. I know people will look and be like, oh, Maryland. They got two as a younger brother. He's been there for like four years. So uh, he's having a pretty good season. Statistically, like, I mean, they're undefeated right now. They haven't – I mean, they beat Virginia and they beat uh, Indiana. <laughs> he might. He does. But, uh, I've seen it at the house, and it's in the ice cave. But I don't know, man. My Buckeyes, they, they got Maryland. But their their teams are definitely coming up. They got Penn State coming up in a week or two. Penn State's been pretty good. And then, obviously, Michigan at the end of the year in the big house. So, Michigan's owned them the last couple of years. Yeah. So, we'll, well see. Well, at least the- – Punts won't be as bad this year, right? Michigan, punting, you know, laying that fucking down there inside the 20, and which they, he well, had a great game. He, I mean, that's what his average literally was 42 something the week before, and he yeah. proved it to 
I, if he can go out there and kick like he did in that game, rhythm. we're we're fine there. I mean, he's he's got a lot of practice. He's tied for number one in the NFL for the most punts. Twenty is he? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's so not a stat you want to have. No. No, but team. he's had all the practice he needs now in live game action. He should be. He should be good. He go. doesn't need any more practice, so we can start scoring him points and winning games now, right? We can Scott? leave. We can leave Brad Robbins on the side. Let him come out only to hold uh, for Evan McPherson on the extra points, not even the field goals. Yeah, I do. I do want to go back. I know I mentioned it earlier briefly, but Miles Murphy, man, he looked really good on that sack. Yep, he looked explosive and quick, and he's still only twenty-one years old. Everybody's really quick to just bury this kid so early, and I understand. Yes. I would also love to have more of these rookies making instant impacts and things like that. But I think they got a really good player in Miles Murphy still. And I think he's got a bright future for us here. And hopefully we can start seeing more of it this season and we can start winning more. And Joseph Osai, right? I still don't understand why he didn't go on IR and we didn't bring back like that Johnson, that Raymond Johnson the third or whatever oh, yeah. that played well in the preseason. We could have used that roster spot and brought a guy like that back. Because he's done nothing through four weeks, and that would have been injured reserve. Now his injured reserve time would have been up. I yeah. really don't understand sometimes their logic with using IR and not using it. I don't have any idea. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, you probably got to wash them balls. I do. I got a speaking of taint, I need a taint scrubbing. But I got a shout out once again. Yes. Since he had. And once again, the varsity cooler. Yeah, I need that fucking hat, man, for this winter. That cooler, they need to send me one for free. I can't afford it. Yeah. I uh, I messaged him a year ago. I need to message him now so I can have one for next year, right? I messaged him a year ago, and they got back to me a couple weeks ago. Nice. They were like, they were like oh, yeah. Like, you still interested in that? I'm like, hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm interested. Fucking does a shark shit in the water. So thank, I appreciate that very much because... I bought this. Now, I did want it early so I could advertise it for them before these come out. Because I tried this thing on at Little Miami Brewery when I bought a couple other hats at Ted's signing that time. They had a couple of these. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was like, yes, I got to have one of those. So they got a shipment in before they release them, and I got one early. I'm pumped. It's sweet, man. I like it. I love it. That's a good charity, too, man. I just, uh, sometimes I don't like, uh, I don't want every single hat they have i know that there's people that buy every single yeah hat, I you know what it. i just go on there and make i just randomly make 50 dollars donations every once in a while well that's because you're, you're a great guy job. charity that i strongly believe in yeah i was gonna say i also take charity of 50 dollars at any time <laughs> you do you? yeah and i got your venmo that's my uh <laughs> that's my damn copay for damn doctors but all these doctors we need to put your lately. like venmo up here up here in the corner yeah that way people can scan it while they're all watching the show Damn sleep apnea and then blood and then pressure that way Derek and all this get shit. all the super chat money. They can just Venmo you directly. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, well, you guys have a good show Friday. Like I said, I'm going out of town. We'll miss you. Doing a little maybe Christmas shopping with the roommate. And apparently right. now the kids are going, so that was great. Yeah, I'm off on Friday, and I got a 50 West beer in the fridge, so I'm going to have that on Friday and hey, see what I think. There you go, man. You guys, saving it. you guys enjoy it. And appreciate everybody, as always, tuning in. You guys Love y'all. Um, hopefully we get a win this Sunday because I probably won't see you guys till at least at least then. And yeah, it does be a good Monday, right? Yeah. yeah, we need we need this. I, we do bad. 
I actually like we have the fall break this year, by the way. Oh. So like I actually have all next week off. I don't know what we I'm gonna come do. Down Probably here. nothing. We're t- we're talking about going to Midwest next Thursday. Come on down. We'll see. Make a day of it. We'll go to fucking Jeff's house and fucking start a fire with some skids and we'll go to a barbecue place and have fun. I haven't tried Midwest barbecue yet, so we'll see. Let's Maybe. I don't know. I'll probably be super, super broke after. I mean, I'm already <laughs> broke, but it's yeah. like. Well, hope we'll put your Venmo up here in the corner and people can <laughs> hook you up with some Midwest money. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, right. I know you just buy it for me like any other time we go out to eat. <laughs> Shh, don't tell my wife. That's my cat sugar litter daddy. money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meat for meat, right? Some smoked meat for some smoked meat. I give up my booty hole for... For Grippo wings, yeah, for some grip to try some Grippo wings, and that mac and cheese, man. You, you're talking it up so much that I think it'll disappoint the no, macaroni. That fucking cheese. mac and cheese will not. I've disappoint. had a lot of mac. Look at my look at my body. I've had a lot of macaroni. And cheese. I'm telling you though, Child. man, if you eat that mac and cheese and you say no, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you, and you're gonna try it again. <laughs> Something's wrong with your taste buds. You need to go. Back to the doctor. You go go to the taste bud doctor. <laughs> yeah, because sure. that fucking macaroni and cheese at Midwest. At, um, uh, yeah, Midwest best. Look, I'll even give him this one because it was such a beat down. I will put tighten yeah. up for my buddy John. I will put it up here, and I will even say it. We've had their number. We did not have their number this week. You guys got a good win. You still need to. Go- that's the thing. You got you got Will Levis now, but I think you're going to pass up on the best quarterback you have, and that's Malik Willis. I still like Malik Willis. Yeah, still trying to find a way to get him to be our backup. So when Joe ain't healthy, I give me some Malik Willis out here cooking and enjoying it and feeling confident in a backup quarterback. Yeah. All right, man. Love y'all. Who day? Got in this thing. Probably got to hit in before I just start saying it.